Hallo und herzlich willkommen zur ersten Ausgabe von Auf die Fresse, the WXW Review Podcast in English. I'm in Hamilton, joined with Mike Kilby, and never thought we'd give us a gold bean a bit more frequent since the crowd pods went down well. Mike, how are you doing? Uh, good. Uh, I didn't realize he was doing the start of it in German. Uh, I thought I'd signed up for the wrong sh show there. But, um, yeah, <laughs> you no, watch the Task CMJ, you pick something up anyway. Well, yeah. I've always wanted to watch them a bit more intently, but unfortunately, a little bit slight in the old German these days. Yeah, well, we only get to practice at, what, two or three times a week, unless up two or three times a year, even unless we want to watch three... There's no chance. Nobody has any patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duolingo maybe not the most used up my phone these days. No, no, definitely not. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess since you know, a lot of folks heard us do the card preview and review, yeah, know, we want to give a bit of background to everyone listening, how we both got into following WXW, because I guess both our um, origin stories, one better word, be a little bit different to each other's. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I uh, I think I've wanted to do something like this for a very long, long time. Um, and it's kind of always been trying to find the right sort of output for it. And having somebody sort of do all the hard work for me as well is also good. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I've, uh, I've been into WXW for, uh, well, trying a number of years. Uh, I, I sort of joined in sort of halfway through 2016. Um, I used to do a radio show called um, Rock Bottom Radio, which some people sort of originally sort of knew me from. It was a student radio station, a student radio chat um, show. And uh, one of the guests we had on was uh, Bad Bones um, and Alpha Female. So sort of trying to do a bit of uh, swatting up on them. I put on, I think it was the um, 15th anniversary one. Uh, the 15th well it was one of the anniversary shows it was the one previous to um 2016 um and um yeah i kind of loved it uh, there was people i already knew there's people i'd sort of heard of and there was completely new people uh, it was unlike anything i'd ever really seen uh, especially in europe um the standard of it was it was just for me it was just really really exciting sort of seeing a promotion that was uh, as innovative, I think is probably the word for it. Um, and then um, sort of through Rock Bottom Radio, got through uh, to WXW through sort of the press, the press, um, the uh, the press, uh, what's the thing? Uh, invite, invited, invite, the media centre, that's it. God, I've forgotten the word of it. It's been so long. Uh, got invited through the press media centres. And then obviously that's how I think me and you really started hanging out really i suppose through that but that was for carrot 17 yep, and i've sort of been hooked I, ever yeah. since really i guess i mean for me it's probably the same kind of time frame um obviously the rex now started on august 2016 yes um, no i think before then the only real way you know, unless you like the alan farrells of the world where you're actually going on buying the dvds you no know, it was like back during the back in the day you know if you were following the product you were kind of following up on you know dvds for whole shows you ever had the shotgun you know, on YouTube at the time as most clips? Shotgun yeah. was my uh, gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a gateway drug for a lot of us. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think looking back, first you know, real shows I've followed because back then, back body drop was, I think, only Wee Ben at the time. Um, you know, first shows I started covering was uh, the 2016 World Tag League. And then it's like, well, hey, shotguns every week. I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday from there. And back then, it was appointment viewing. Like, there's a community of us all you know, every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock our time, I think it was, 7 8 o'clock. 
I think it used to drop about six because it was seven in Germany. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, times, yeah. But um, you know, everyone was jumping on. You know, and you could see who was who clipped a bit further ahead, who was a bit late. You no, know, yeah. the week, it was just you no know, the kind of community. Like, okay, yeah, you've got the network, you've got you no, know, some t TV shows or some wrestling on TV, but to have a show where it was dropped on you no, know, Vimeo at the time, or, you know, as it is now, but Vimeo not rebranded them was dropped at a set time every week and just seeing everyone you know, pretty much flock to it. That, that was always... I think it's always hard, you know, you know, even, you know, from day one, from us following anyway. That was always a... When you say it like that, it was always a bit of a strict because I've never experienced any any um, non-live show to be live-tweeted in the same way that Shotgun was. Um because really, there there was never. I can't think of anything else that was sort of. It dropped at seven, and people were watching it at five past. You know. Yeah. Um, I've it, never it, sort it of made the screen that with anything. Yes. So yeah, very odd, isn't it? But um, yeah, innovative. I, I say, I, I I've said on multiple times. It's you know, in my opinion, I think during that time period, it was the best promotion. In well, it was the best promotion in the world, in my opinion. Uh, I think um, sort of at least. In by every, by pretty much every metric, it stacked up against the very best in the world, and it was best indie promotion, if not the best promotion in general. Yeah, I'm just looking, let's look, see, like the data because we now launched, and I found they put out a press kit at the time. Oh, um, yeah. like load of quotes, sounds like pivot share, but we've got some unique content. I mean, obviously, because of you know, restrictions Vimeo's got, you know, storage limits, certain, I think we touched on this last time a lot. Of the original sort of like the spiel lab and the, the yeah. and the documentary sadly no longer on the service we can hope they come back in some other form but just the way we're you know trumpeting parading from better word like you know marquee events for our ppv caliber shows um yeah they're going to be filmed with five hd cameras and available 72 hours after the last bell sounded and it's like you no know, we'll be touching on release dates you no know, not the end of the show oh, for yeah. the stuff that was groundbreaking like you no know, back at the time you know this isn't necessarily a slight on you know, uh, British promotions. But, but, I know exactly who you was about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they've literally just got a month without uploading stuff. But like progress, they would have you no know, two, three guys with the DSLR cameras. You no, know, therefore had the cameras, but you, know, you wouldn't be three days between you no know, the show being filmed and turned around. And this is back before you no know, promotions had the beauty of the live editing. I know if Carrot Babe you know, really put over you know, catchy pills for a lot, lot of the stuff. Like, it was that tall thing they showed over, uh, over one card weekend a few years back, where it's literally final bell, get all the SD cards out for cameras, you know, dump them onto a Dell laptop. Run upstairs. <laughs> like, you know, those weekends really were fueled by Monster. And when you're looking like you know, back to roots, dead end, you know, not over 16 card gold, uh, true cool superstar wrestling, shock at the top, fan. Tag League, Broken Rules, Anniversary, and it's like, you've got all those shows where you are you know, committing straight up, you know, you pay your however much a month it was, and you'll get these shows 72 hours from, you know, 72 hours late, so Saturday, Sunday, you get from Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's like, that was unheard of. And you know, back yeah, then, um, you know, directly yeah. you were also running your shotguns on top, they were doing up a, up a massive touring schedule, you know, if you remember the banners where they had shows and then we, um, the academy until recently we've had all the dates listed like that was a massive amount of work filming and editing and it worked i mean it got both of us hooked at least at least on the uh, on-demand side 
Yeah, and uh, this this is the thing. This is something that was done in 2016. I think you know, 72 hour turnarounds in 2022 is would be you know pretty innovative for a lot of promotions, to be honest. So, yeah, I think um, it's it's it was certainly one of the main reasons, and I I think that the value in it has always been um, there's always been something interesting to there's always been something interesting to see and the beauty of a promotion that is 22 years old this year is that there's a lot of archive things a lot of law and you know the, there's things that they can call back to and like there's some of the so like for example some of the shows where it's like been the um i've i've i'm intensely jealous of anybody who can watch those is it the timeline wxw shows yeah but see, um, it was fantastic. yeah, yeah. I, I would love to be able to sit and watch them, but unfortunately, I haven't got Scooby Doo. What's been said, so it's um, it's one that I would have sort of them sort of shows. Um, you sort of mentioned our CMJ. The conversations shows are always really good. I think some of them are coming off the thing now, aren't they? Um, the early ones. Yeah, I mean, we did the, the lockdown yeah. series where it was um, uh, Dennis and uh, Robert Dreisker sat in yeah. the studio, literally. With- piece of perspex between them which i always found i don't say found for it's not just strange like you know back then was all stay at home and not again i don't know what restrictions you see like this piece of perspex dangling between them it's like is that uh i mean again it you know you, you did what you need to do you know two years ago but yeah. um but again you know that was when they you know, after the last character two years back they had that wheel of wrestling show and then it was crap we have no content and we have a vod platform and not their credit they found ways to you know get content out there yeah, it wasn't yeah. just relying on well we have you no know, x years of dvds with ripcuts up there not very you no know, they did you know the uh, best of uh 2005 series i think was andy jackson did yeah they made that into you know, a regularish series so again that's part of the benefit of actually having your own back catalog and being able to respond to it one year you can go through and have was it uh, not be Slam Masters Two in Mannheim or whatever it was? Not be Bad yeah. Bones uh, Emil's Torchy match, which I think they'd rather forget. But you know, just random shows like that, or there's one um, I DM'd you about earlier, the Zack Saber Junior Carsten Beck single light tube match. Yes, just random stuff from nowhere. I mean, yeah, you can go through cage match and find. I never knew Roma Takahashi wrestled in Duplex View. Um, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi was uh, Tanahashi absolute yeah. Andy's match. Absolutely, that's Andy, the thing. Yeah. It's on WXW now. And it's just that sheer breadth and width of the back catalogue. No, it's well worth the, you know, however much it is a month. It is, I think it's about $12.99, I think, they're quoting now. But well, it's well worth it if you just, you know, dip into the back catalogue, let alone the existing stuff. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, um, so it's old to Brexit now, and we should get a bit of a cut for that. But um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, with uh, Alfred Fresso, I mean, guess you know, if you've seen any Brexit, be sure you've probably heard it being chanted. And we figured, yeah. well, if it sticks, why not another? But um, and we're not planning on being like any kind of regular, you know, every Wednesday, every Thursday. No. That's no. We're we we to... are sort of at the mercy of the release schedule. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, previews and reviews, but obviously more of the reviews because. I mean, literally, as I was putting the notes together this afternoon, matches were being changed, which we'll go over afterwards. Um, Covered like any big stories, you know, dip into the past every now and then. I know there's a lot of old shotguns and a lot of, you know, big segments, which, you know, it's clicking around today. And um, 
was you, I mean, you brought a while back the Timothy Thatcher Dirty Dragon, uh, <laughs> yes, like three matches, and I, and I found that was on a shotgun, uh, I think shotgun three three six, and then once hunt around hunt back now, which you know, maybe spoiler alert was found on um when Matthew used to write up shotguns and literally yeah. two episodes later is probably one of the most mean of gift uh, moments from shotgun. Walter is it, the, is the, it fridge. Walter the fridge, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just again it's just that whole thing of you know, like I said with shotgun would go from you know, more than just the matches like those backstage segments which you know, it could be something like that could be or no, Walter and Tim playing with the Schalke pen. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the beauty. And 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 Killer Kelly eating uh, gummy bears with uh, Mario Salani. Like that's 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 the uh, the beauty of that was the beauty of of Shotgun in that period is that um there's there's things I actually have more fond memories for weird visual things <laughs> happened in Shotgun than than actually a lot of the matches. I don't know again this is the you know, the YouTube algorithm, but Every so often, YouTube keeps recommending me a shotgun. I guess, like, we used to put up the top five moments of shotgun every week. Oh, and yeah. What it always throws me is one of Melanie Gray, you know, with I Bobby in the, the shower. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that one gets everything that like keeps coming. It's like, that, it, must, yeah. that must hit the algorithm quite well from the thumbnail. That's what I think that it does. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, wrestling fan, I mean, let's <laughs> not go there, but. Yes. Um, and last time out, obviously, we talked about carrots. Um, this this episode, we're going to talk about the Wheel of Wrestling show, which went up. We touched uh, on it, but we um... touched a little bit, but go in a bit more detail. Um, there's a few bits of news that's come out since then, storyline and otherwise. Um, then you know, go through uh, other stuff, but I guess what we probably should do is do the stories first. So, yeah, sure. The end, we ended 16 Carat Gold with uh, Francis Caspin being carried out. Uh, Robert Dreisker stretched him, the yes, raving clutch, camel clutch kind of thing. Um, the whole, uh, I don't I don't like his, in terms of like the heat of it, I guess, was, you know, Caspin has to retire for the back injury. Dreisker went after it. Yeah. Well, things last week was announced um, that uh, Francis Caspin is out as Wexley Sporting Director, a storyline role he's had, that's had quite a few faces in it of late. Um, I guess we start all the way back with uh, Christian Mihal Jacobi, the spotless lighter. I guess it's the on-screen figurehead of the company. Um, I guess the formalities for all it's you know, presenting the trophy, carrots, and tag league, and what have you. Yeah. Um, a quick well, time. Was, yeah. This is this was a role, obviously, that he was um, kind of doing in real. It, it was both worked and shoot. He was kind of basically doing this job anyway, wasn't he? So. <laughs> So, um, uh, Art yeah. life, yeah, yeah. So, um, but on screen, uh, Jacoby lost for all, he got a little bit too embedded in ring camp, I guess, the best way to put it. Um, yes. Rowling going to Carson Beck, who had it on and off, was about one spell in June 2017. He was recovering from cancer, was meant to be doing a big comeback, and was that whole, um, whole story in the angle in Hamburg, you know, where he announced his you know, full time retirement and he, you know. Knocked out Jacoby with the right hand, not since we couldn't do the match. Yeah. Um, Beck ended up coming back, you know, as the sporting director. Had, had a role efficient for the start of 2020 when he was taken off TV, but it was never really written out until the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the thing which I remember being said about it, because obviously it was Carrot. Um, Carrot, he wasn't 
on the the show and i think the thing which was officially said by um whoever it was who did the uh, panel was that it was a uh, it's been left deliberately ambiguous um and i think obviously unfortunately we now know the reason why uh, yep. later later on that year which was obviously a heartbreaking thing yeah but i mean that week in october is not best for wrestling and you know again in yeah, I mean, he wasn't around on screen at Couch. I mean, the last he was on screen, I think, was the 19th anniversary of that whole storyline for Mal. Um, I mean, he was around Couch Weekend. I, mean, I think we bumped into him outside one of the media centers, but it's obviously not on screen. Yeah. Um, yes, you no, know, Jim V. Pandemic, you know, there was no way he was being used on screen. They put Absolute Andy in as the role, uh, hijacking an office, that whole thing where he's you know, showcasing his merch. A cell tape and iPad for coat hanger to FaceTime uh, Jay Skillet, I think it was. Um, back that was out after Shock in 2020 was stopped. Um, it was you know, the wheel of wrestling stuff, I think, was uh, Felix Kohlenberg was the uh, representative of the championship board of directors, I think, was the way it was phrased. So it wasn't the yeah, the sporting director thing. When we got back in front of fans, Andy, you know, reprised the role as that whole thing at the 20th anniversary show, the delayed one, where yep. he locked, um, oh God, who was he locked in the office? Uh, Norman, Norman has Norman how, Harris, how, yeah. Uh, Harris, he, he was a big feud throughout the empty set shows. Um, he then stepped down, catch Grand Prix for Francis Caspin took over, had about six months, and then obviously written out at Carish in the end. Uh, WXW's website just put a statement up, you know, saying that, you know, as confirmed by an orthopedic examination, Francis Casper's spine was not further damaged. As the conversation continued, Francis informed us he would be resigning from the position with immediate effect. Wish him all the best in his path and thank for his work. Since then, uh, WXW have been putting up an advert for the role. I would say don't read it into this too much. No, no, it's like proper job role, like, um, Responsibility for selected ideas from project planning to profitable utilization must be willing I, I to travel. I noticed they didn't get they didn't put a uh, an email address at the bottom because much like uh, you used there's the, there's a story of everyone who uh, plays football manager submitting applications for any job that comes up in the football league. I think you, you do wonder if they would they were preempting a lot of people with TW. Uh, CVs to sort yeah, of I, I don't know who, who's up to me. So I don't know if it's Alex, um, you know, no, Christy, uh, Chrissy does the social media, or be put, yeah, cast on his uh, no, his few hours a day, he's not actually focused on this. Like, whichever poor sod made the choice not to put the email address on, you save yourself a lot of time, you know, yes, getting those, but but again, no, it's a storyline, it's not just been a case of eyes quit, we're looking for somebody, but we're following through, no, no it's. I don't say professional, but in terms of it's being portrayed more realistic than you would see on, say, a Monday night row where someone's just been, you not know, get sacked and or someone not the role next day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, following up on that, uh, Robert Dreisker has been suspended from all their shows until the end of April, which is three cards. Uh, last night, Robert Dreisker, you know, of course, he is teasing being on those shows because it's wrestling. You know, you'd be surprised if he wasn't. And I guess yeah. the Frankfurt shows, I don't think they've said uh, there's no uh, corona regulations in Hester anymore from this weekend. You may well be the only guy from Ascom those shows if it, you know, if you go full wrestling on this. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a man in a balaclava. He's going to get one of them Hungarian balaclavas and uh, run in from the side, maybe. He saw what uh, Sens of Alto and um, Igor Blanc did and 
I want a piece yeah. of that. Which hey, who can blame? They were twenty five euro, I think, weren't they? So. <laughs> I mean, probably not practical in the middle of summer, but you no, know, give it uh, seven or eight months, and nobody back right. by the first. Um, elsewhere, I guess we cursed to work somebody a bit. Uh, the show that was meant to have been this coming Sunday in Erfurt got moved to July 17th. Uh, Turingans extended their COVID measures. I believe that okay. was one of the first shows uh, to had to reschedule the start of COVID. Um, remember, Tass was telling me like there's one show in particular that they, re- they moved you know, back in 2020 when COVID first hit. And Erfurt is still yet to be done with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One day we'll get there, but. It's probably a decision from the local promoter because I think the, the thing that maybe it's not always clear is that I, I understand that a lot of the, the the shows in the towns you've not heard of, to be kind of the, the polite way of saying it, uh, the towns you've not heard there, a lot of the times they're promoted by sort of local promoters that they say, yes, we want a WXW show in, you know, over traveling or something like that. I, mean, so, um, I think it's probably the decision of the local promoter, isn't it? I mean, Sir Sebastian Hornishell does, I forget which town it is, but I know yeah. whenever they come out, like he's really hot, not more than usual on the promotion, which <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> elsewhere, uh, we put out a call for wrestlers taking part in a wildcard edition of the Wheel of Wrestling uh, series over Tag Festival weekend. Yes. A few years back for Ambition, um, AK Daniel McBade. Taylor Rust slash Rust Taylor, Dominic Greeny, they've all been listed as folks who benefited from that. Um, no limitation who or what looking for, I've just been asking wrestlers to send a CV, some promo pictures, and links to matches of theirs if it's online. Yeah. Um, it's scheduled for Monday, October 3rd, of course. Tag Festival this year is over a bank holiday weekend in Germany, so it's not like people have been asked to go to a wrestling show on Monday lunchtime instead of work, but I mean, uh, why not? I mean, I have to admit, I've always thought they probably could run a show on Monday because there's so many people. <laughs> there's so many people who are like just waiting to get flights home. On <laughs> I just get mean... a flight at seven in the afternoon, seven in the evening instead of eleven in the morning. And just pray that BA don't mess you around like they have me the last few times. Yeah. But do the show. We should have them today. Um, yeah. But um, see, so yeah, I mean, these wildcard things. You no, know, we've kind of said. There's no, I think it's more of a way to get notes, so like I would expect nothing. You know, Felix's email address, you know, we've said in the past, he watches a lot of stuff off IWTV, so you know, a lot of folks, I think it's like we'll put up, we'll put you up in hotels and give you access to you know, Tag Festival weekend. Um, so obviously, it's you not know, the cost of tickets, I guess. The if, is, you if, you're on, if you're on that, if you're on that, um, that wildcard show, you're going to be booked elsewhere on that weekend aren't you oh absolutely i mean we yeah. saw with um okay with this the smash guys over cow weekend yeah yeah no, but i mean okay vaughn verticals in europe you know he's done icw's and a bunch of promotions in england as well but you're not you no know, if you're making a call to you know it's you not know, even try and get associated bookings you know elsewhere you no know, it's not just me oh you flew yourself over yeah you've got a couple of bookings in england you no know, southwest wrestling uh modern nomad society whoever's yeah. who's gonna book you and oh well, we're just can use this one show. So, you know, odds are we'll probably you know, pull you in for maybe an inner circle, maybe you know what whatever yeah. else. So and again, it's getting my foot in the door. So yeah, if if things line up, it's you no know, hardly the worst choice you no know, guys can make, I guess. Bet on yourself. I've seen a lot of people do that, and uh, you no know, spectacular results, I guess, I could say. And yeah. 
guess you know go back about maybe one of the things uh, a few years back people were going on about when it's that big rush of you know the NXT contracts and want to go back a few years for something else um of course this weekend's wrestlemania weekend uh no one from europe sat running in uh dallas this year i think no european promotions and really worker wise not that many that i've well no well not huge um but not not wxw people anyway um not that i can see anyway um there's been names who've done cowards and what have you but yeah uh, yeah, Michael Oku is probably the biggest European worker. Uh, obviously, Tim Thatcher returns this weekend. Um, he returns from retirement this weekend, so that's that's against uh, Tomohiro Ishii's one of the big matches. And he's got a he's on Bloodsport, which will probably, as of recording, of you've probably missed it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so Bloodsport and yeah, so Thatcher Thatcher's return is probably the most interesting thing, sort of for anything with WXW implications, but. Um, yeah, bit of a lean weekend this weekend for WrestleMania. But like I say, no, no European promotions. But if you rest, I mean, two years ago, it was meant to be in a 16 carat gold revenge in Tampa. I think the only thing they, I would say, yeah, announced, they didn't announce very much. No, I think they only announced was that uh, Leon Van Gasteren against Bobby Guns for the title, and that actually played into the uh, close set shows. Because obviously, the you know, match didn't happen. Uh, Leon didn't get his match, and that was you know, a bit of a source of consternation, I guess you'd say. No, was, I get the was, impression they probably would have hoped to have built a few things to that over the carrot weekend because obviously it would have been uh, well less than a month after carrot. But I think obviously <laughs> once we got there, I think yeah, I think this is probably the last of it for a while. <laughs> yeah, and again, looking back at the you know the news of the time, yeah, not, again hindsight's twenty twenty. But one thing was the killer blow, I guess, was that uh, travel ban that the states put in. You no, know, anyone from the Schengen area from Europe effectively. If you'd been in Europe in the last 30 days, you weren't allowed. Well, not bad was what, two or three weeks before WrestleMania, about instant news like, nope. And again, obviously, yeah. you know, WrestleMania weekend, as it was known, didn't happen. No games to be empty uh, from center stuff, which we have, there's no hardly anything, I don't know, was any indie stuff. And obviously, last year it came back. This is probably the first, I'd say, normal Proper weekend. weekend, yeah. It's, um, obviously, no IWTV stuff, no European, but uh, three years ago, uh, 2019, WXW did run WrestleMania weekend in New York. Uh, America is Thunderbar. Uh, it was on Fight, doing Live. Um, obviously, went on WXW now afterwards. Pretty just close to an authentic WXW show you'd get in the States. You know, it wasn't the, what do you expect, the show they ran with uh, Combats on Wrestling, I think, a bit later in the year. You know, this was a lot of the core WXW roster. With you know one or two locals as opposed to you know maybe a 50 50 thing. I mean, you can run down the car, but you know, Tommy Geeson hosting, uh, Sebastian Hommichel, Jeremy Graves did commentary in English live, which I remember watching the show live you know, and reviewing it. It was an absolute blast just because it was like, hey, you know, you hear these guys you know, on WXW now, but seeing it live and you know, seeing you know, people we know live on joint and clearly a lot of the guys were there. Kind of seemed very surprised by the amount of, I'd say, recognition, just the amount of folks following to New York. And you know, you've got us crazy who go to Germany, but to follow them from England, Ireland to Germany, then to the States as well. well that, yeah. that really made things uh, blow up a lot more. I think um, it was it was a sort of sort of general memories of the show. It was I, I do remember it being uh, 
sort of took the bottom of the card was was fine. I particularly loved the um, particularly loved the Derby Allen Avalanche match. That was brilliant. The Sarah Classico, as I think it was dubbed. Um, the um, there was uh, a few a few Europeans who uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll save their uh, dignity. There's a few Europeans who tried getting uh, a number of the uh, sort of our our chance over. There was a few tops off for the Avalanche um, chance. There was obviously attempts at the Bobby Gun stuff as well, uh, but it wasn't getting. It wasn't. I don't think people really got it. <laughs> yeah, nobody uh, tops Avalanche caught Jeremy completely off guard on commentary. Yeah. Yes, so there was there was a few there was a few of those, but yeah, it looked like an absolute blast. And I, I've I've kind of said a few times, I think WrestleMania is not a thing that interests me at all because I have carrot, I don't need it. Um, but like, I well, think, not by Mania time. Yeah, we yeah we've already had it. Um, WrestleMania doesn't appeal to me, but I, I I've always thought that if I ever went to a WrestleMania weekend, I'd I'd go to WXW. I'd go to Rev Pro and properly go home on Sun on Saturday evening, sort of thing. Yeah. So it's it's um yeah, but kind of in general, the the, the top to bottom, the show was really good. I, I think the um you'll probably go through the card in a minute, but um I, I remember the the main event, Bobby versus Irie, which was the which was that was alluded to post because uh, that was that was Guns's first defense following the title win, wasn't it? Yeah, and the whole story was Iria is the only guy who beaten guns twice in the yes ahead. So he's it wasn't like obviously uh carrot twenty nineteen was a lucky kid. He yes. had a mid card match, no you know, middle of a card match, which you no know, we'll you know, touch on briefly just because of who the other guy was. Um, which you no know, odd I guess because you know, he won carrot and the whole storyline afterwards was not around him. But he had Iria was the big the guy, the big title challenge, but Run through the card. I mean, obviously, no Walter or Ilya. They were both under WWE contracts at the time. Walter, in fact, was what, 24 hours away from winning the NXT UK belt. I- Ilya was a couple of weeks yeah. away from debuting. So, yeah, that it was, was the um, the the really good takeover. That was the really really good takeover, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I know they mostly are good, but um, yeah, that was the one which basically stole the show, wasn't it? it stole the whole weekend for me. WWE yeah. side of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just go through the card. Uh, opener was uh, LAX, now proud and powerful, I guess, in AEW, Ortiz and Santana. EYFBO. EYFBO, and <laughs> about 10,000 other names, Team Bazuzu and beyond. Uh, went over the crown, Alexander James and Ian Simmons. Uh, Avalanche, we already touched on, really good competitive squash over Darby Allen. Yeah. Grace, I think she was uh, subbing for Lefisto, beat you, not you, but... No Japanese wrestler, you. Yeah, that 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 was kind of the only one which was a bit of a. Uh, these are two people who weren't really WXW people. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Uh, you, although I suppose you was you was on. She's been on a few shows, but maybe yeah, not yeah. quite as regular. Which yeah. Um. Then we had the shotgun title, which I think this one won to me on the night even fell flat. Um. Emil Satoshi when he was doing this whole emo Phil Neville stuff against uh, Mario Solani, which. I don't think the match would seem in WXW these days, mind, just for various reasons. But yeah. um, Emil won a shotgun title over the week, the Coward Weekend, I remember. Uh, um, another thing to just quickly mention about um, Satoshi, uh, that same uh, weekend, actually, I think it may have even been the same night, um, Satoshi and Avalanche were both in the MLW Battle Riot uh, show. 
Yes, they were, they were in the big rumble, uh, and obviously, th- th- that this is actually the memory I actually more was uh, MJF paying off Avalanche to um, basically to protect him during the um, to protect him during the match, and it was it was quality. I mean, it, it's uh, if you if you've well on Twitter today, as of recording, um, MJF was was trying to talk up uh, the great Okan. It's just it's like he's just got a great in bodyguards, really. Isn't he? He's got an eye for talents. Um, yeah, Wardlow, um, Avalanche, and the Great O'Khan. I mean, you can't go much worse for you. That's that's a dream three man stable. Maybe get Gideon Gray back in to do the mouthpiece yeah. stuff. But I'm just furiously scrolling through cage match uh, for that MLW thing. Yeah, the Battle Royal. Yeah. The problem was they had a show called Battle Riot. Yeah. Um, so this year, this was um, April fifth. The MLW show. We have a Battle Riot. Battle Riot two. That's why I couldn't find it. And yep, Satoshi and Dreisker, yeah, they were two ones who I've, I've you know, I think uh, Dreisker might have done more. Um, yeah, he, he had, he, yeah, he faced uh, Tom Lawler for MLW title as well. Yeah, um, so it wasn't just in for that match. Um, yeah, so you know, it was more than just that, and obviously, yeah, the crown as well. Uh, also that same day, um, the infamous Blackcraft show, which yeah, they was on that, weren't they? Well. Blink and you miss it kind of thing. I remember like they were in that uh, five-way tag match but didn't even go four minutes. Like I no all due respect, and I know it was about documentary about that Blackcraft show, but it was a mess and I think it was literally one of those blink and you probably would miss them if you, you know took your eyes off the screen for a second, but wasn't absolutely um, Andy booked somewhere else that weekend. Or my my misremembering. Oh uh, it's entirely possible. Uh, regardless, if while you furiously Google, cage match, yes. So yeah, I mean, uh, he, uh, so he did. Oh yeah, um, Mercury Rising, the WWN Super Show gimmick uh, against yeah. Anthony Henry. Of course, he was going to win the yeah, uh, exactly. Full Impact Pro title that night. But yeah, so it wasn't just really happy to have three guys there for that one show, and then they you know all poshed off home. Like they were, you know, a lot of the guys were booked elsewhere, which you know, yeah. That's, that's the beauty of them weekends. That is, um, I think, that is the thing which is most exciting because I think it's it's the most exciting thing about these week these WrestleMania weekends. Obviously, that's where you get somebody. Uh, there's a few matches sort of this weekend with sort of um you know in particular like Oku. We're kind of going a bit off topic, but like Oku is obviously being thrown in with some completely different people. Uh, and obviously, you'd expect probably if the WXW were out there, they probably would be doing something very similar. Well, give it a few years, and you never know. I mean, Karen for the lineup, so we had Lucky Kid uh, beat uh, David Starr, which was a good match, but you know, it was post match stuff, which you know, maybe overshot the whole thing. Yeah, that was, that was the whole thing where they had the whole. They cut the promo, didn't they? On um, the WWE live feed, yeah, if you watched on the fight, the shows all but the replay, WWE cut it. Yeah, it's not um, in the replay, is it? Um, yeah, I can't even remember the content of the fight, but it was basically against the network and whatever it was. Yeah, it's like Walter yeah. won't face me in the WWE ring, you're hiding behind the contract, so I'm going to have to quit, which... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I guess we're starting the whole thing for Carrot 2020, where he... Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, Second half, well, there was an English book show carried on Chris Brooks over Absolute Andy. Um, Aussie Open defended the WXW tag titles over Anthony Henry and James Drake, which 
I mean, we forget 2019, Schadenfreude was making a big push into XW and that kind oh, Christ, of yeah. yeah. Um, and then main event we touched on Bobby Guns beat uh Shikiwa Iwie. Uh, George yeah. Miller came out afterwards to challenge Bobby Guns. They did the street fight at the Superstars Wrestling Show late that year. And we were talking the other day, that all built up to Joey Janela, well, built up from Janela retweeting a video from the after party at Carrot. Yeah, there was um, there was uh, Bobby Guns being crowd because you you do, you don't do the after parties, do you, Ian? Um, on media weekends, no, there's usually no, no. too much photos or what yeah. have you, and yeah, I like sleep too much. Yeah, um, well, yeah, us are irresponsibles. Um, yeah, we the Bobby Guns sort of crowd surfed um, post um, post title win because that was obviously the weekend he won the belt, um, and um, there was a the whole thing about. Joey, I can't remember the exact tweet. I could probably find it, but uh, it would have to. I'd have to look for it. Uh, Joey basically said, "Like, oh, these Europeans think this is how they throw a party and whatever it is." And yeah, basically, they they kind of built the match from just a tweet. From I mean, I assume that would have been something that would have been worked anyway. But Gianella um, sort of, but it was it it was a sort of an interesting dynamic, and I think uh, especially for the. The way that WXW was, I think, at that point, still blowing up, and I think it was blowing up more internationally than, as in more than just the Europe. It was kind of going beyond Europe at that point. Um, a lot of people, sort of the American fans that I knew, were kind of very, very excited by Gianella versus Guns, and I think, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good angle to sort of end the show on because, um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, ended up being a pretty decent match by all accounts. Was that the show where they had the fire alarm? The uh, the superstars are wrestling. Uh, yeah. I think I was shocked at the top as I uh, banged the list. Yeah, I've yeah, actually found yeah. the tweets. Um, so I think the WWE must run. Could have been shortcut because I was at that shortcut. <laughs> May well be yeah, superstars. Yeah, I remember yeah, there was one maybe, shot. Yeah. I've had all that, but I found the tweet and I think the WWE runs like a scraper where like old posts get or old videos get deleted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll come to Germany and really show this asshole how to really party. This looks like a sweet 16. Bobby's reply was, all right, teach me how to party and I'll teach you how to wrestle. <laughs> and yeah. then going through, you can see like Tony Depp replied. Um, there's you no know, fair few retweets and like. So again, you know, that was something that was you know, decided back in March. That's you know, the long-term story, long-term planning at least. It's not just, I would book this guy and have him come for a show and... yeah. So, yeah, so no, this was more than just your isolated, hey, we're XW, we've come to town and he's you know three stars and we can put all of your you know, all us against your local guys kind of thing. You know, as honest yeah, to God, that, that the, show could have been in that show could have been in Hamburg. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, absolutely no problem. Again, no, don't know how we get to something like this again. I mean WWN doesn't exist as it did back then. You know, Evolve's being sold off to WWE. I think right now WWN is like uh, Shine. FIP and I think the last I saw we've got like a series on YouTube it's like you know a proving ground thing which is literally in a warehouse. Um but again you know WXW this year rightly focusing on their home markets. Um yeah you know, we said you know the scene as it is now is not a mistake to have European promotions over there and you know do numbers. I mean we saw we've seen the past promotions go over there and I don't say embarrass themselves but embarrass themselves. So, you know, again, give it a few years, you know, have things bubble up, get the buzz going, who knows, but 
know, um, for one and only many weekend show, it you, know, helps. You could possibly show. get something maybe not. It wouldn't be in America, but uh, you maybe possibly with the um, the September potentially mooted show in Cardiff. Um, that's mooted with WWE, isn't it? I don't know. You could maybe get. I, I wonder whether if is it is it Survivor Series or whatever it is going to be in Cardiff. You I, do wonder if maybe you will get a bit of a mini village of promotions around it, but I mean that being said, they'll they'll be thundering towards Tagfest by then, so you think they're probably not. Yeah, I mean for the moment I don't know that WWE show's been announced. Obviously, yeah. the uh, schedule's got that you know, traditional summer break. Yeah, but who knows? Um, I mean personally, if they do, I hope it's not Cardiff. You know, <laughs> went to an attack show there years ago. It it's a pain to get to. Well, it can be, but, you know, it's what cars and trains are for, isn't it? So. Well, true. But um, <laughs> anyway, going away from uh, the big weekend uh, to yeah. one show from the last big weekend we briefly touched on. So I think since yeah. the last recorded, uh, Wheel of Wrestling 28 dropped on demand. I don't um, think we really wanted to go too in-depth on it because I think we was, it had only literally just come out. We would have, we was just going from memory, I think, didn't, weren't we? Yeah, it only, it only just come out and I think it was... I think it's maybe an issue of the English feed, something like that. But anyway, yeah. Um, one match that was recorded on this on the afternoon didn't make the OD. Uh, a Golden Boy Santos beating James Runyon with the Midas Touch Lariat. Um, again, I don't know, you know, what decision or what the call was, but it wasn't the BOD, so it was happened. Um, I don't remember but, it being a something wrong with it, so I don't know. I'm not sure about that at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't want to speculate, but again, no, it, it happened. But the, so the main show opened with a, a brief promo, I guess you'd say. Um, well, he didn't even say a word. <laughs> well, as I said, brief. Tristan Archer came out, or he could say a word. Um, Fuminori Arbe's music hit. We did the whole point, I want your belt thing. Francis Caspin booked the match. And that's what you need. I want your belt. No need to do one piece. And no, segment was over in a few minutes. Um, opening tag match, we had the main roster debut of uh, was it the Gullius Brothers or Gullius Gilmos and Gullius Junior? Yeah, yeah. Um, and their not kid like us theme <laughs> against Yearn Sims and Levaniel. I think this is more of them trying to put Yearn and Levaniel back together. Uh, you know, they were you know, teams friends, obviously, had to fight in the title match the previous night. A uh, pretty decent match. I think we're about six minutes, but again, it was more about getting Yen and Levaniel back on the page since they were planning to do something with Mint Frankfurt. Obviously, plans change we'll touch on, but I, I thought it was uh, really good as a team against you no know, special no Yen and established uh, roster member. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're a good sort of pair of young bulls. I think that's the, the bulls is a good way to describe them. Um, kind of, a, they're a bit of a house of fire sort of sort of team um I, I did enjoy particularly towards the end of it we got we got to see squash yearn basically yearn doing his batista thing <laughs> which i think ever since he's sort of discovered that he can do that work like that it's just brilliant <laughs> I remember, he's needed yeah it's an extra gear and i think um you know he's but he also the whole moonsault thing is a bit of an odd thing but it looks great um Sort of going on the the whole Batista Batista squash thing he did. I remember the ma- the first match he did on Shotgun twenty uh, twenty when it returned was when he did it against uh, I want to say Paris the Greek lad. Um, 
that was <laughs> that was like 50 seconds and it was one of the best squash matches I think I've ever seen in my life. Um it was uh, so it was it was um yeah it was a good good fun match. Um it was a good sort of um you you can obviously see where they were going from that, uh in the sense that I think didn't Levaniel in the promo pre match say like, you know, I he said something along the lines of it being, you know, he, he um he thanked, you know, he said like, you know, a year, two years, a year, two years ago, I was in this match, and now I'm. I was telling um, stories, yeah, yeah with and, a and yeah, yeah, but love will make it that kind of thing. Which again, we touched, we said this in the last episode, you know, with Levaniel two years ago, Cavity was the comedy guy yeah. with DJ Hyde, and the fact that they managed to get him from Matt to, I mean, even rewatching for reviews, I was biting hard on Rose and Eve he had. Yeah, that's a sign. Though it's not, it's not about the in-ring belt bell. I mean, it helps. You can get a character really connection to the crowd. That's what really matters. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and um, yeah, I think um, the the growth of Levaniel is just astonishing. Really, um, I kind of never really thought he would get to this level, but um, I mean, could you argue he's possibly like the, you know, the biggest character in the company now at this point? I don't know. He, he's um, definitely in promo segments and all that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like he's, 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 he's and all that. He's incredibly popular. Um I think I, I do think there's an element which is lost, I think for me personally, because because the promos are all in German, I have to wait to watch them afterwards. But then, you know, I'm also not the main audience for it. So yeah. It's uh, yeah. It was a, it was a great it was a great opener, and I think um, sort of as the show goes on, it's it, it was a good start to a pretty pretty good show anyway. So, so move on. That so we had a rematch from in a circle. Uh, Ava Everett beat Oshi. Um, again, things you know, pretty decent for the time they had. Um, I think again, I think again across the whole weekend, we've spoken to a few of us since. I don't know if we've said last time or she's only been around for a few months, at least you know, in terms of what we've seen on cage match lists or you know, yeah, for uh, Hungarian Championship Wrestling. There's someone who's not not been up in the not that no, not that uh, far in the business. Been well impressed, you know, even in the losing roles, well impressed with the progression so far. And you know, I know the other Hungarians did the you know, rest of the week, you know, the academy. They did that Academy Live show, which unfortunately didn't make tape, which, yeah. yeah. I, no matter, I wish it, no, if I could, I no, wish I could have no, moved things around and seen it live. But um, again, we said this last time, the Hungarians have made a hell of an impression. I think stuff like this, someone who no, was there for in a circle, um, no, do the same match again, and two completely different matches. It wasn't just a case of, I will just run back Thursday. Yeah, it was a lot shorter than the one on Thursday, wasn't it? Um, the one yeah, on Thursday, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the first one, I want to say it was about uh, 10, 15. This one's about yeah. five. So, just again, you, know, you had to do two different matches. You couldn't just go, I'll just do the, the final five minutes of this, that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, it was it was fine, this match. It wasn't excellent. Um, I think Ava, I'm not sure really what to make of Ava Everett. Um, Really, especially, well, uh, as you, you'd know, Ava Everett is obviously the champion at this point. Um, but I 
not particularly over enamored, but she's got the belt and thinking. I believe she's back to America at the end of the month or at the end of April. Sorry, so um, probably not going to have that much longer really with with her as champion, unless she takes it with her, which entirely. There's been weird things. I mean, perhaps shotgun. Yeah, there's been weirder things. Yeah, the shotgun. The shotgun belt went on tour with David Starr, I suppose. So, but uh, I don't really see that being being that thing because I don't really think ever it works a lot of places in the, in the states, does she? So maybe a match in Olympus, but yeah, we can see. Yeah, uh, afterwards had a video, and I mean, I had to wait for subtitled version as well. Um, so it was Oscar rotation Fares Aguilar with Anil Marek, of course. Anil uh, had a shoulder injury, so he couldn't wrestle at all over the crowd weekend. Um, they'd booked a six-man tag, Maggot, Baby Allison, Heisenberg against Rotation, Fares and Oscar. Scream here if you want. Um, uh, but the whole interview is interrupted by uh, Coach Dreisker. You know, few of weren't happy doing a rematch. You know, having not been embarrassed enough by them, uh, Dreisker tried to intimidate everyone apart from Oscar, which I thought was a bit noteworthy. Like he was staring down, you no, know, uh, Fares, he was staring down Anil. Um, I'm saying, oh, no, you don't have my approval of this, but do whatever, that kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, the match. Again, it was fine. It was one of these where I, I normally have... Sorry? I thought this match was great. Uh, I'm just looking at your review of it. Uh, two, yeah, two, two and three I must, been, I must have been in a bad mood for this one, but I mean... Yeah. Again, I think the whole thing was, you know, they'd painted as the Academy guys being... You know, we're going up against, you know, the, against... What, what name they given? So I know uh, Dave Bradshaw tried to call them the family. And I guess for next to UK, no. given uh, no uh, lucky kids gang D familia, that's maybe a bit too close. But the, the faction is called Baby uh, Maggot, Baby Allison, and Vincent Heisberg. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's then, that's again with match, you know, it's the whole thing. You know, the academy's having another goal, and maybe it's proven well. Maybe Coach Streisko was right. That was maybe the story coming out of it. You know, as much as you don't like him, it's that whole thing. You know, we said back in the day. The heels are always right. No, you just hate to agree with them, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I think yeah, the, the, the whole implication was that Droyska was uh, he he thought you can almost actually, in a way, draw a line back to the the Kfig Schlecht match from um, January, and it's almost as if like this is where Droyska's you know he lost he he, he lost face uh, in this match and consistently and against. You know, a, a trainee that went rogue in Heisenberg. Heisenberg previously part of the academy sort of setup. Trainee went rogue with uh, Maggot, who I think going years back on Shotgun, I could have sworn there was a whole thing about Maggot being like untrained and. Is, am I right in thinking that? Because there was the thing with Ring Camp, wasn't there? Yeah, vague. Like I know. Yeah, the of... I, and well, maybe have to look into that again, but. There well, was there was the on the now, yeah. The idea that somebody can just walk away from the academy, join somebody who's who's a he's a rough boy, let's let's say that <laughs> for Maggot, you know, a rough lad, um, not not trained in the academy, and then still turn over the the head coach um, and you know the rest of the team and the star pupil. Yeah, it's a loss of face for him, um, and obviously the the events that happen later on, I think, speak for that. But yeah, you can almost draw a line back to that. I guess maybe one, I'll say, big spot, but like the one uh, big take I think a lot of people had in this 
uh, baby arson rotation obviously works is long since you know dispensed for whole intergender thing if you want to use that term oh yes arson, chopped rotation first she had but well we went face to face he you know, didn't want to hit her she threw her first shot it's like well f you and you know, that whole thing went up when it's like, <laughs> Unless he, it was completely unexpected as well. Um, it's just refined me like you no know, rotation spirit, you no know, good boy. Yeah, you know, he's the most wholesome. Wouldn't say boot or goose that kind of thing, and just that fire that you rarely see. Um, but yeah, so again, I, I probably have been a bit harsh on the rating, but yeah. again, these aren't exactly scientific. Um, but yeah, the end bit, uh, Fayaz kind of got no did get squashed as the elevated. What is that mute lock thing that Allison does? Um, and, and once again has justified why Dreiske was furious at him because mm-hmm. you know, went against they, his word and they... somebody in who's um you know un uh un un not what's the word un un uh, unassuming not unassuming but basically not not worth unworthy of sort of being representative of the academy because I don't think he'd represented it before then so. Yeah. Uh, no, because the whole thing during the MTU initials went because obviously the stuff with Fayaz yeah. and Heisenberg, you know, cost Heisenberg a match against Sensor and Daigle Blanc got his head shaved. And that whole thing of Gacy training about Dunk is ready. And the whole thing with Fayaz has been he's been put on shows without Dreisk's approval from day one. It's yeah. always been you know, he went to the office or you know, rotations put him in that kind of thing. So it's you not. Know, it's a nugget that's found. I know in the uh, GWF he's got the whole lose weight thing, but you no. Know, when he yeah, comes good, he... you've got that whole you know, natural storyline of with uh, Dreisker. Well, I'm proving you wrong. You've got that whole thing to run with. Yeah, um, I mean he he's a sort of a lower level worker in Germ, like all across the country, really. Um, so he's sort of outside of WXW. He is someone who has got a bit of a bit of credit to them. Um, but obviously within WXW, no. But um, yeah, I have been, I have played him at darts funny enough, on a weekend. <laughs> that's, that's that's completely off topic. Get a dartboard for tag league. Yes, six hundred and eighty carat gold. Yeah. A bit too expensive, mind. Don't want to get yeah. six hundred cards enough. Uh, but uh, next up, a shotgun lottery. Um, so again, Ninja Mac. He was he won the title the night before. Up against uh, Tashabo, and yeah, that, yeah. that was one we we mentioned earlier about. You no, know, you turn up for you know, any of the shoulder shows, you get thrown on. Sir Jabo's debut. Chance on, I think it was Nitro in Hungarian Champion Wrestling. Dave Badshaw kept throwing up on commentary. Um, again, for, nah, it was fine for what it was. I think it was another one of six minutes long. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a bit disappointing. This one, I think. Um, it was it's one of the one of the low I I the I cannot think of a single thing that happened in this match apart from being incredibly disappointed when he walked out, uh, and I, I mean that as no disrespect, but it was it was it wasn't of there was you know hundreds of people not hundreds but there was there was lots of people who could have been in the lottery and it's like ah it's Thomas Sharbo okay <laughs> I think it's well because yeah. again it's all everyone overthinks these things but. I don't think many people would have expected Ninja Mac to go back to the States with a title. It's like, does he lose a team then when we see, with all due respect, you know, a name that you know, making his main roster debut? It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's a lottery, isn't it? It's a lottery, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 Literally. So um, I get it. I do get it. But it wasn't a thing I really have any particularly fond memories of. 
So we'll go for the next match and talk about lotteries. A wildcard tag match, and I guess this was the oh, random partner stuff we you know maybe wanted on the um, Saturday show. So you start off with uh, Nikita Charisma coming out first to the Rotten Flock music. Then it's like his partner Dennis Dolny, because they've Ooh. been in a feud. You know, gold. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Suave and Lawrence Roman, who does not, well, maybe looks a bit like a certain NXT UK referee. On the opposite team, Michelle Schenkenberg, Psycho Mike, Vaughn Vertical, and Norman Harris. Yeah, I, 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 I has incredibly, incredibly in Lucha, but this was your comedy match for the weekend. Yeah, it was certainly one of them. Um, although, although the one on Sunday night was probably one that will be, probably people will remember more. This was better <laughs> than that one. Uh, Psycho Mike is inc- was incredibly over um, at this show. On this on this match, um, although it was uh, it was it was there was there, there was obviously the whole thing with Nikita Charisma um, waiting for uh, Schenkenberg to come out. They come out and then they realise, hang about, we're we're not together. We're not the teams. So there was kind of all that sort of elements. Uh, Psycho Mike sort of being coerced by Rotten Flot to do their bidding. Dark side. Yeah, um, there was. What else was there? Um, but teased to think of Pork of Doom stuff. The yeah, yeah, there's there a lot of stuff on there. Um, it was, it was, it's definitely one that you know, it was, it was, it was engaging throughout the whole thing. The sit down protest, Cycle Mike stopping tasks, doing account when Rotten Fort are trying to pin each other. Yeah. Um, Dennis Dolnig going, that's a steal loss. When you've got someone as unhinged as him asking what's wrong with Psycho Mike, you know there's issues. So I'm going to say, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, they say, I don't know if it's one goal. Quad for now, I mean, again, you know, we've seen like comedy matches go along, people complain. It's perfectly fine. Uh, to me, I thought it was probably one of the matches of the show. Yeah. Uh, just the fact that it was, just, it was different. It wasn't just, you know, random four and four tag. You actually had the guys into playing off each other really well. It wasn't just no, no, weren't no. And some of the promotions probably would have done this. Them no, playing off the Shanda Shanda stuff. No, no beats to death like no, no, like dead horse kind of thing. Um, yeah. you had stuff. No, if those who went to in a circle, you had you know uh, the Sebastian Suave Norman House body slam stuff. No, they no. I think eventually got to work. And obviously, Psycho Mike. You know, working that hard to come to death. Um. Yeah, I think you know, in terms of the the fun side of WXW, at least what no often known for, this is one I'd put up there as a very recent example of it's more than just the you know in ring stuff. But um we roll on, we've got Eve Kalaski with Dan Molman. She's upset because she lost the title. And this I think is the sign of a change in attitude, if you want to use that. Yeah. It wasn't a oh well, no, I'm gonna fight my time and get it back with more. Stan brought up, uh, well, uh, Ava had to cheat to beat Orshi. And it was like, well, I don't care about Orshi. I'm, you know, it's that whole thing which it seemed rather sudden and then went straight to a match. She beat Guy Glass in about two minutes. Not much to it. You know, it's yeah. Eva getting back in the win column. Um, another video done with uh, Michael Knight and Bobby Guns. They won the tag, got the rotten flots, uh, tag gone from night before. Um, obviously, the a long feud they had wrapped up at Back to the Roots. They kind of said we're going to be a tag team. Well, here you go. As for match, 
it's good. But then I think we mentioned this for time it ended with un- that unfortunate injury. Uh, yeah, the we, super kick we did go into the, this one, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, match itself is fine. Yeah. Just, you could t- we could tell us the whole thing of there's more they wanted to do, and then no, fate intervened. No, f- no, thankfully, you know, Michael Knight's fine. You know, we're doing a match again this weekend. Um, yeah. I mean, just based on what I saw there, this particular few, this particular parent, at least, you know, does have legs. I would say. Yeah, and I think um, they're two they're two singles guys who who sort of have established themselves sort of well night in sort of less time, but obviously guns obviously real speaks for itself. The it's it's one of these um, it, it's it's a it's a tag team which obviously they, they they're going to pick up a lot of wins simply by being because they're they're considered the big the big stars. Um, but I think they did work really well together. Um, they're kind of doing this whole um, <laughs> the t-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> um, I think they're calling themselves only friends, uh, and they're kind of doing this whole hand holding thing, which I don't quite understand. And they're riding and they're riding from... zebras. Um, I think it's a spoof of the best friends in AEW. There's oh well, yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, um, it's a bit of an odd, an odd pairing, but um, um, we've only seen one match from him. So, well, two matches from them, so it's kind of you interested to see where that goes with that. And whatever substance the t-shirt sign was on, let us know. We'd like to try some. I don't know. <laughs> the former commentator might have been selling things like that at some point, but well, yeah, it's <laughs> too much of what we can. Let's put it like that, but. Good main event uh, before we get any of ourselves into too much trouble. Uh, Fuminori Abe, Tristan Archer. Uh, Archer's first title defense. Again, you know, much like the um, Rob's Ninja Mac stuff. I don't think anyone was expecting Abe to win, particularly because that would have been a hell of a shock. Um, it would, it, have, been... It would have been. It would have certainly been told was what, 350 who's there. Uh, it would have been dead funny if um, they'd changed every single title on this show and everybody turns up on Sunday night and they go, what the hell's happened here? <laughs> that would have been incredibly funny. Hang on a second. I, when I went to bed last night, Tristan Archer was champion. Why the hell is it filming all Yeah, that would have been great. Well, Tass, uh, Felix, one year, there's your idea. Just don't blame us if we got the backfires on you. But, I mean, this game is the first offence. I thought it was... Um, Incredible, it wasn't like you know, random guy of the street, Arbade, you know, built up a following and some support over weekend. And yeah, I mean, again, it was a pretty straightforward win. Um, you know, yeah, Archer's it was had that promo at the end, you no, know, establishing himself. I think that's what we need to do because, you know, as we said before, WXW's uh, schedule is, I'd say, at the moment, erratic just in terms of the shows they, they can and can't run or the shows they are running ahead. So you, you know, you don't get the um, luxury, I guess. Of having a show where it's like, you know, he is Tristan Archer non-title, you know, singles match, just to you know get embedded in. You may as well hit the ground running when you've got this kind of schedule. Of course, and 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 also if you have the opportunity to have Fumori Abe um, in a title match, then go for it. And history will history will always look on. You know, in in ten years' time, we'll be able to go. Oh, do you remember when Tristan Archer? Beat Fuminori Abe on on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you it's know, one of those wacky things in cage yeah, matches five ten in, years time. Like in the whole thing, like you know, we, we mentioned about the absolute Andy Tanahashi match. You know, it's, it's just one of these one, weird matches that history will look on. We'll look on and go, 
well, that's something that happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it was yeah. a pretty decent match. Worth well service. Um, Arbe looked great, obviously, as he did at every at every match. But um, and but it's Archer. It's sort of yeah, you know, at least from a storyline perspective, uh, Tristan Archer's beaten one of the best wrestlers in the world. So. He's got he's got that feathers cap. Yeah, and... he's got he's he's already he's he's got that win tick in the win column. So, bring this up earlier. Obviously, we talked at the start about the sporting director thing. Have you got any particular shouts you'd want to see come back for that role? Uh, sporting director. Uh, well, I, I I had two. Um, Dirty Dragon was obviously number one, but I don't know how likely that is. But I think he would he would always be a really good person for it. Uh, the other person I'd quite like would be uh, Melanie Gray actually um, I think uh, as a character because I think she's I don't know if she's well she's still she's still active I think but uh, I don't know if, she, if she's suffering an injury or something like that but no she had uh, a knee injury just before the last couch before yeah and I don't know if she's sort of returned from that actually but uh, I think as a, as a character at least in the 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 boom period of WXW, I think she was always one of the stronger ones. Even even if um, maybe in ring she wasn't to the same standard as some of the other people around her, she was always character wise she made up for it. Um, and I think yeah, I think you could definitely see someone like Mel Mel, Mel Melzy's always been someone who's incredibly popular. She can do the skit stuff very well. Um, and I think you know she, she she's the first uh, she was the first no she wasn't the first women's champion that was Kelly wasn't it um, you know she was she's a former women's champion and she's kind of always been a part of the furniture and I think it'd be really good um, I think she'd just work really well in that position. How about yourself? Um, I mean, Melt is not bad. I uh, bad shout. I mean, you knows that team Shadow Andy. You know, maybe you know get some experience was with team the. Amazing, spectacular, invigorating, monumental, wonderful, and historic, absolute Andy experience featuring MG. And yes, I did spend the time he searched one out. Um, I mean, this is a problem. Like, it's the whole thing of do they want to play it straight? In which case, I don't know who you can go with. I mean, to grab someone from the office. Well, well I think, um, I, I think uh, there needs to be some humor because I think there's always been a slight element of humor to wxw in general so i think um you could have a you know you could have a mikey schwartz maybe <laughs> i don't know how well that's um, just, had schwartz. Mis- just had a message from sean with a really good shout kind link to your dragon call out adam Polak. um yeah maybe in- i don't know is he still involved because i didn't see him last but- the other weekend so i don't know maybe it wouldn't be top of my list, but let's see which direction we're going. I mean, they said be starting well, would be you no know, advertising from the first of April, so you know, maybe make a you know something fan show this weekend. Maybe. I guess we wrap up what they've got announced uh, in the next few shows. Uh, so we love wrestling 29 at Batch Cup in Frankfurt. Uh, at least when we were recording, we had about 20 tickets left, and they've relaxed all the COVID regulations. Um, so no masks, you don't need for vaccination recovery etc comes almost like old times except there's a lot more seating yes uh slight change to the card announced earlier today uh main events now a freeway for the title uh Levine's having to quarantine in his himmel schloss so you no know, best wish to him but you no know, 
while he's uh, quarantining. We've got Tristan Arch defending the Unified World title against Yearn and Axel Tischer. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Mays, first time Mudo uh, in a rematch from the show we just talked about against Michael Knight and Bobby Guns and Maggot defending the shotgun title in a lottery match. The top three title matches, but he's uh, pretty damn good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not expecting any any trees to be pulled up really. Um I think you know, we're only one well, one, maybe two um events away from Carrot, so I don't really see any changes there, especially in that match. Um but um yeah, um you got opportunities for uh at least with the shotgun lottery, that's always a sort of a big pop or or if you don't want a big pop you can put Norman Harris in it. Um oh. uh, <laughs> No, Love. come on, come on, come on! Whenever he's a surprise, it's always like, ah, it's Norman Harris. Um, no, we like Norman, honestly. Um, but this the... name pulled out a lot, mind to be fair. What's that? I mean, uh, he's had his name pulled out for lottery a lot. Him and Dennis yeah, Cole. I think he's 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 uh, bought lots of tickets in this shotgun lottery in the past. Uh, guess elsewhere. Um, one more title match. Forgot my format and blame me. Ava Everett defending women's title against Baby Allison and Eva Klasky. Uh, Oscar defending the Academy Cup against Jacob Crane. Rock Jacob Crane, who's a Polish worker, I understand. Yeah, he's done some of the Academy live shows. Um, yeah. been pretty, you know, perfectly fine from what I've seen. Again, not on the main roster. I'm interested to see that. if this is something they. Not obviously every show, but you know, make this a bit more of a fixture. If we wanted to give Oscar, you know, a reason to be on the shows, because well, it's harsh and phrase being phrased, but they did have that thing with Rotten Flock, but never you know, went anywhere, I guess. It never but, resolved, I suppose, yeah. But at least you know, him having the Academy Cup, it gives one a way to put him on the shows, but two, I guess, as well, you know, anyone who's on those Academy Live shows, it's a reason to, you know, I would say a tryout, but you know, for all intents and purposes, a tryout, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I think um, the Academy Cup is a thing which is used as and when it's required. <laughs> There's been a few Academy Cup champions who they've held it and it's never been mentioned, um, whereas here it's at least being put on the shows. Um, I think in particular there was Rotation was Academy Cup champion for years, wasn't he? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, and I think obviously Judy and Pace, I think, was the same. He had the Academy Cup for a long time and it was never mentioned. So, yeah, uh, it, it's see, by all accounts, Jake, because um, Jacob Crane was sort of talking the other day on Twitter about, you know, he'd driven, you know, he drives about uh, 20, 21 hours to get from Poland. Cause, so, where in Poland he's from, I have no idea, but he drives 20 odd hours over to sort of the, the Ruhrpot and you know, fair play is say this is when you, this is where your opportunity, where you grab an opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, just looking on cage match for Academy Cup. Um, Johnny Evers rotation, Timo Feiss, uh, Julian Pace, oh, Benjamin Vanez, Vinny Vortex, Goldmoy Santos, and obviously Oscar. So, Timo Feiss is a name I've not thought of in a long time. <laughs> he, oh, yeah. So he That's... he did um, shortcut for top last year. Yeah. Uh, I know he's had injury yeah. problems. Like just looking at his cage match, it's mostly been like the shows we've done for German German Comic Cons, like those kind of shows, the mm. Academy shows. Yeah, I liked him though. He was I, I did like him. I thought he had a he sort was, of good upside. Nice boo and uh, Chan Shai sat, I remember. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know how we would fit in nowadays, but yeah, I certainly did quite enjoy old team, I thought. Yeah. Anyway. Well, right, he, I would say like a repatch, but you know, he changed his look a little bit. So, you know, hopefully, whatever, no, yeah, I don't know if it's a ninja's comeback or whether it's you no know, real world or what have you, but yeah, I'm hoping that he managed to find a way back. Um, sure. Elsewhere in Frankfurt, got Rotten Flot, uh, obviously, Nikita Charisma, Michael Schenkenberg, against Stalin Stolnig and Hector. Hector. I put my notes, don't know why I've said that. <laughs> Uh, sense of Ultra against Nigel Blanc, but I guess that might be a bit of a question mark. Uh, Sends injured his neck working for the German Wrestling Federation for the weekend. Still being advertised as we're recording, so it's on the sheet. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the Frankfurt show. Um, just doing a quick scroll through now. I've actually put the final graphic up now. So, yeah, freeway dance, shotgun title, women's freeway title, world tag title. Yep. So that's yeah. all there for now. We've got moved to the individual match graphics so yeah seven match cards uh this uh saturday in frankfurt very few tickets left so if you're listening to this you're in frankfurt are able to go and want to have the f up i guess i'd say uh following weekend in uh pappenberg at the i'm going to butcher this so apologies to the spider uh it's the first time they've run uh pappenberg i think um very close to dutch border looking at google maps yeah, um, I did. I did actually look at because April ninth is my birthday. Um, I did actually look. It was like, oh, where actually is that? But it's not somewhere I could get to and back sort of easily. Well, I could probably do it, but I'm I'm not up for that at the moment um, in this sort of world. But yeah, it's um, although by the looks of it, all of these shows are going on the account on WXW now. So uh, I'm excited to see what some of these smaller town shows, which have previously have been the reserve of the odd occasional match appearing on shotgun um it's quite interesting that they're all going up sort of thing yeah i think uh felix must be a few months back said you know until we get to a full schedule everything's going to be taped yeah. um which means but yeah the venues which previously you've seen you know with catch assured had a ca- uh, handy cam they're getting the full you know, big screen bells and whistle treatment which a good for them yeah. um we have only announced that so far we have um, that's just pulling up the updated card. So for Oscar Vincent Heisenberg, Oscar Heisenberg, yeah. Eva Klasky, Baby Allison, uh, not announced the title match for the obvious reason. Um, check back up I'm shotgun lottery. So that's the only stuff announced. Um, on the graphic, you've got obviously uh, rotation Tristan Archer, Bobby Guns, uh, Michael Knight, Yearn, and yeah, so. There's probably not at least two three matches. I'd guess Senzo and Nigel against uh, Only Friends. That's one obvious one to build for Max. Um, and that's just me spitballing based on a picture. So we'll see. And then the last one that they have uh, card support is in Bayer at the Sports Center Dashbeck. Uh, this is for slamming them my at the end of April. A couple of matches so far on that. We've got Senzo Alto against Nigel so Blanc against Axel Tischer. The vinyl against Vincent Heisenberg and Sense of Alto against Fast Time Mudo. So, again, no, it's going to be matches except for that after Frankfurt and Pappenberg. But the fact we're giving you some stuff to you know, you know, buy a ticket for in a month ahead of time, it's not too bad. And if, like the two of us, you're going to be watching this on demand, uh, is also announced when these are going to be dropping on WXW now. So, let's crack the knuckles. So, Frankfurt, uh, that'll be dropping on 1st April 17th in German. English uh, commentary is the next day on Friday the 8th. 
the Papenberg show was dropping on the 13th. It's a Wednesday night in German, Thursday the 14th in English. So I guess you know, if you've got uh, Easter weekend off work, we dropped in plenty of time for you. And Slam and Demai is dropping on Tuesday, May 3rd in German, Wednesday, May 4th in English. Um, if you keep double XW through WWE Network and Peacock, I, there's nothing no on this weekend. Um, uh, again, they don't tend to announce the network release schedules or anything. I know that a few weeks back, the Bielefeld show, uh, I was meant to drop over Coward Weekend, but got pushed back. Um, so, yeah. It's they're, they're probably working a way how to cut out Jonathan Gresham from the entire tournament. Yeah, the blue dots. Yeah. Um, that time. Uh, I mean, w- what I will say, and obviously this is me personal, my personal view, is don't watch it on the WWE Network. Watch it on WXW now. I mean, um, I, I know <laughs> I've had to always have, I don't know what the podcast subtweeting is, but compared to like progress their shows go up on progress and WWE at the same time i'm not paying for much amount of progress if the same show's going on WWE network now you can say we've got an extra match at least with wxw and yeah, I'm, I'm a homer so shoot me the fact we've got you know their shows go on three days later and you do have a fairly chunky delay between dropping under wxw now and the network so $12 a month, you've got a reason to sign up to the WXW now if you're a fan or if you're interested. So you can see the shows straight away. And if they do have to edit out Jonathan Gresham, and you know, I guess we'll see him in the phones of time, well, you've got the whole back catalogue as well. It's not just you know, a match which they don't even advertise. But um, yes, yeah, yeah. so like I say, nothing on about the cowardly schedule. So I would guess you're probably looking April, May time. And looking what in a circle, three nights of carrots, ambitions, you know, six shows. I don't think the showcases going on. We've got six shows there. If, you know, unless they release them in one big block, you're probably looking maybe end of May by the time that's all done. <laughs> yeah, the well, breaks me now, people. They take yeah. PayPal if you know the phone fees an issue, but um. <laughs> but yeah, I guess um. So that's all we've got for the lines, but um. Of course, we're going to have reviews on backbodydrop.com, follow on Mania, and guess, Mike, any last plugs or anything you want to squeeze in for? Uh, not really, um, <laughs> to be honest, not really. I'm Mike Kilby on Twitter, on everything else, basically. Uh, outside of wrestling, I do the Groundhopper's Guide with Arnold Furious. Um, that's on YouTube. If you just type in Groundhopper's Guide, you can find it there, which is a football podcast. Uh, apart from that, no, not really. Not anything to play. Hopefully soon I will, but not at the moment. <laughs> of course, you can follow me at Ian Wrestling on Twitter or at Big Back Body Drop on Twitter for the website. This weekend I'm probably going to be fueled by various forms of caffeine, not watching everything in WrestleMania, but you know, a few things. You know, we touched on Michael Roku at the start. That's about the only real big European influence over the weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, Tim's there. Tim and, yeah, Tim Patcher, Tim, you and Tim and Tom are there. Kelsen-Kirchen. Ishii and Thatcher are there, the two biggest stars that Europe ever produced. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some of us who will disagree, but um, <laughs> yeah, Tim needs to find his way to Gelsenkirchen somehow. I just have visions <laughs> of him rocking up to Essen in a few months and you know, when everyone's moved out, like, oh, they didn't <laughs> tell me. Yeah. But anyway, thanks very much for joining uh, this week, Mike. Um, this week, no this episode. Uh, say next week, we've got Frankfurt show. We'll you know put in the, our tweets what's going on for the next show. But any feedback, you no, know, feel free to yell at us. We others do anyway. 
and we'll see you down the road, guys. See you later.